0: <laughs> was like, I only get into relationships with people who have, like, passions, so I seriously suggest that you, like, take up your passion of filmmaking. And I was like, excuse me, guy, you're literally a tour guide on a bus. it's Oh really my god, I know. If
1: you confront, then you also risk looking crazy. Then so you're you also branded
0: a psycho, and yeah. it's like, they've disguised themselves perfectly. Sorry,
2: moral of the story, just you get on them even when he's your
1: husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> بگوه چی رو یادت بگوه همه چی رو یادت بگوه همه چی رو یادت بگوه همه چی رو یادت نگوه هستی رو یادت دونی مطاقته هشن میکنم با برش بگوه همه چی رو یادت بگوه همه چی رو یادت همه چی رو یادت رو can you ask that again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is Canular J aga
1: <laughs> I I was texting you can you join again but because i'm you still using the sketchy converter that i bought from these arabs in london oh it, my God. whenever i charge my phone it like touch. it does a lot of weird things to the screen and i don't know yeah. if they figured out a way to like hack my phone yeah. through a charger but like shout out to them
2: you know it's funny in some um in some cultures like there's like a saying like doing an, an Arab job at something is, like, doing a half-assed, like, shitty job. So, like, having an Arab charger, it's, like, you can either charge or text, but not do both at the same time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, Let me oh, by the first. way, by the way, Grace is in the other room, and I told her you named the Zoom meeting. Tonight we Zoomed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, tonight we sex aren't i good with the emails and sending yeah, I, was- I, I really love the Zoom meeting
2: names <laughs> hello
1: hello Hi. sorry we yeah. we've been recording and we we've yeah. just been doing a little bit of an intro and by intro we mean rambling
2: but Wait, guys, how are the acoustics in this bathroom do i sound there okay? is an echo oh sorry <laughs> why are you in a bathroom because I have nowhere else quiet to record right now. I was going to record, like, outside, but it's raining. And, like, um, so I'm stuck in a bathroom. I could also go in the closet. But the closet really is
1: better. It's
2: really dark in the closet. <laughs> I'm I'm really like you guys <laughs> <laughs> Make it work. Um,
1: I'm like the Tim Gunn of podcasts. Make it work,
2: <laughs> Really? That's what you want to call yourself, Millie? <laughs>
1: I, I, I'm like a new person every day. So <laughs>
2: Gemini, in you, you have multiple personalities. Yeah.
1: It's like one day I'm the Joan Rivers of this today. I'm the Tim Gunn of that, they're, but they're all bitchy. That's what they have in common. So yeah. <laughs> I'm always a bit
2: a little bit cunty.
1: Yeah gladly so do, you to,
2: do you want to tell me about your horrible day or should you just no 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 it'll come up no
1: yeah so our okay our <laughs> lovely anonymous guest here welcome to the podcast thank you thank you I need to really
0: um not refer to myself in the third person because I'm going to say a story it out
1: and I'll be like, my mom said, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <That's my name. laughs> well, so we like to, whenever we have an anonymous guest, we like to come up with a fun fake name.
0: Like- Something for like phobia. I always like yeah. to be a of
1: phobia.
0: I know so many intense, like Iranian men names, like Mojtaba or like. Oh my <laughs> God. <gosh>.
2: Um, <laughs> um, you know what we should do? We should go to the TSA blacklist. <laughs> see, what, see what
1: names are there and from there. So while we're figuring out the name, our guest here today has become a good friend of mine. We actually spoke for like an hour and a half today on the phone, and I was like, "Wow, are we kind of defeating the purpose of the podcast?" <laughs> yeah. Um, so we met a few months ago, and I'm trying to like omit we as did. details as possible. I love how like I'm talking as if we're no, okay. a couple. like so we met a few months ago. <laughs> We met on hinge actually guys. Yeah, we, met, we did meet <laughs> online. We, we met on an app technically
2: yeah, we, did. We, we did we did, did,
1: did, meet did. on an app. Well also- me and Golnaz that's I'm choosing that as your name.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, not Golnaz. Okay. Golnaz
2: honestly oh. is the most like annoying name because it's like soft Delicate
1: flower, like okay. Well, I need to start not. referring to you, and I we need to, you know,
0: okay. Um, what uh, about Shahnaz? We, we, fereste. yeah, I was, no, I, fereste,
2: fereste. that's so good. good. I, good. Good.
1: I, was I was is fereste, good. too. okay, so let's do it. It was, I always call like our first hangout as like over sharers anonymous. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what compelled us both to like spend the entire day together, and um. Well, I mean it was raining. It was in a very rain a place where it rains a lot. And it was raining.
0: I was meant to be, I think, I think I was meant to be like staying indoors, like quarantining slightly. And I just like went for a walk. With you. And then I was like, maybe <laughs> we need to go back now. <laughs>
1: Some conversations that we had was like our uh <laughs> Our tendency <laughs> to meet strangers off the internet, <laughs> going to more places to meet strangers on the internet. Um, but through that conversation, she was telling me a bit about the difference between <laughs> dating guys in the West, whether that's America or European countries, and guys from Iran and mm-hmm. i i haven't really had that experience i've just had one but i don't think it's representative of others so i don't really have such insight i mean i had an experience this summer
0: where
1: <laughs> went to meet someone that i met off
0: the internet um and it was fun and you know it was it was a good experience i just think um dating <laughs> like western boys is so different like Millie said to like middle eastern boys like my experience except for my ex-boyfriend who was great but um just in terms of like in terms of sex i find it to be such a different experience like i do think that the 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 times where i haven't felt satisfied and i've had to ask have been when i've been with like middle eastern men um and I have been quite shocked actually by the experience. Um and I think with like with even though you still have that with like the sudden white boys. I also think in like a in certain situations if I'd be like ow or if I'd be like slow down or if I'd like say anything um like a white boy or like a Western boy who's a bit more like aware of like you know Respecting that, like slowing down and things like that, like would it it would be like an immediate thing? Whereas, like with my experience, my a recent experience was like I asked, and like it was like a delayed reaction, and I was like, "Whoa, I am not comfortable with this in any way, shape, or form." You know, um, yeah, yeah, it's really it's really hard. I think being intrinsically attracted. I mean, I I I don't. I wouldn't say I have like a type, but being, like, attracted to Middle Eastern people predominantly, but then having that cultural difference of, like, okay, I'm a feminist. I see a lot of value. I I feel quite empowered when I have sex and I enjoy it and it's fun, even if I'm not in a relationship. But, like, I don't know if I can do that with Middle Eastern men because it doesn't really give me the satisfaction that I want you know
1: yeah well the thing is like the relationship to sex over there is a bit different from mm-hmm. our relationship to sex mm-hmm. it's like not as free so it's like in this way you can't really be that mad at like you know what I mean like it's not yeah. like oh he's just like the the only misogynists in iran are saying like but that's just the norm no. like they're not yeah they're, there has not been any sexual awakening or liberation like there isn't sex education people yeah like, they're meeting up to have sex like i don't know maybe in cars like it's like super like it's not normal or like if they are having sex often it's like perhaps with prostitutes or like mm-hmm. everything is about sneaking around so it's rushed so you're not really like exploring bodies and like forget about oral sex right like on a woman no way
2: <laughs> I, think, I i honestly wonder if most men in iran even believe that in like the woman orgasm and like that they should even like cater to a woman and try like to make her orgasm or if they really just think it's about themselves i and
0: really I, think they think it's about themselves
2: it, i'm curious if like anyone's like any guy like some random guy that's like i am the single feminist man (laughs) in Iran and I know about the woman orgasm like some random guy's gonna come at us and be like I don't have sex in cars um with prostitutes but but I really do believe that like as a culture I mean I've never experienced it because in general I don't go for Middle Eastern men so I don't like I'm happy that you're here to come on and tell us your experience because I I don't want
0: to generalize. I do believe that there are people out there who care about women, you know, having a good time when having sex as well.
1: You talking about generalizing and how, like, Western guys like they understand the basic rules of consent now because that's just like Mm -hmm. part of society. You do those things, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, they think because they acknowledge those things that like they're automatically a moral person and it's like absolutely not like if you don't mind me using this <laughs> recent guy that you also <laughs> saw like it's just such a perfect example so clearly from your accent you're from the United Kingdom sorry or like living mm. there
0: yeah <laughs> and
1: uh you really <laughs> meant <laughs> I love like <laughs> confessing for you <laughs> such a <laughs> and you met this guy from LA and uh,
0: oh my god oh my god the
1: biggest trash man I've ever met in my life <laughs> Wow! Like, so like <laughs> he was so enthusiastic and all these things but then at the same time would be like really rude and flaky but it's like because mm-hmm. it's like people think like if they're not calling you a name to your face like then oh they can't be rude because it's not like they're cursing you out but it's like no no no, there are like other things that could still con- like wow you didn't rape me and like call me a whore. You're such a good guy. <laughs> I mean, also, you're such a good guy. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Also, there's the men out there that like, um, that try to use the idea of like feminism and like m- women taking control of their bodies as a reason to like get a woman to sleep with them faster. Like-
0: um, speaking of, it was so funny. This, like, this LA person. Um, (laughs) Millie just like did not like this person from the get go. I was like, oh my god, how fun! And she was just like, no. (laughs) But like, I was like, come on, it's fun. She was like, no. I was like, no. But then later, I was like, okay. (laughs) Like Millie (laughs) has a bullshit radar, (laughs) that I'm gonna like pass through her next time. But like, this boy genuinely was very much like, yeah, I want to be like super. Um, I want to be like a super open and like transparent, like. Person, like, I'm gonna have time, like, this amount of time, and not have this amount of time, and I'll be able to see you X amount. But, like, what actually ended up happening is that this person was genuinely not like being truthful in any way, shape, or form, and actually, like, playing games that I haven't probably ever played these types of games like before. And I was like, so confused because I was like, you literally, um, branded yourself as this like person who's like so communicative and open but like you're actually not
1: well it's just interesting that you hadn't come across like this type of guy like this is so common in LA where they're like I have not act obsessed with you and they're like they're even like so serious about like upcoming plans for the next week or so and they're like let's do this that and then and then they just withdraw and then it makes you feel it's like this like meta gaslight makes you feel kind of crazy and it, it's oh really my God, awful, I know. And it's like you kind of if you confront, then you also risk looking crazy. Then so you're, you're also
0: branded a psycho and yeah. it's like they've disguised themselves perfectly for like any response that any bad response that you have. It's like, no, but I was transparent. It's like, no, you are so manipulative. But <sighs> wow
2: yeah I guess like, a,
0: like next level
1: <laughs> yeah another <Enigma>. thing well, <laughs> well I want to oh my god there's like three things that I want to say but I have a preface <laughs> for all of that was that on the phone today we were discussing like there's this girl that you know who in group settings she just always resorts to complaining about men and like creating this just like really negative atmosphere And, like, me and you, right, like, on the phone, we were already discussing, like, or I'll even, like, with Natalie, like, we'll have these discussions, like, if something happened with a guy, like, you know what I mean? We're there for each other to support each other, discuss it, like, move on from it, vent. Um, But I realize that, like, what makes it so depressing is that, like, when you are talking about, like, those conversations are not meant for group settings because then it just feels like this weird cult of hating men and like you're just gonna start growing cobwebs down there and it's like (laughs) those are just one-on-one conversations and like it's only ever a group thing is as if like only if you had just got your heart broken and like your friends are all there to console you but like no I'm sorry this is not a dinner subject and like it's not cool to say oh like fuck all men men are like you know what I mean so I just want to set that (laughs) before before (laughs) we begin saying. But so no, like, okay what we're saying is nowadays a lot of
0: people obviously are upfront with like what they want but like you know they'll be like I just want something casual or whatever but but that still doesn't mean that they shouldn't put in some effort in terms of like um trying to impress you but at the same time I do wonder like if they don't do it because they think that that then gives off a signal of like you know, I want something more, and maybe I mean, like I let's say like maybe someone like me would would misinterpret those things as like oh they want something more. Do you know you what know, I mean? There's
2: a the difference between being upfront and being an asshole. Like, you yeah, can be upfront and <laughs> still be nice, and not just make someone feel like you're only there to put your dick in them and then leave.
0: Yeah, that is so true.
2: Like, like we're we're not like I just hate when guys okay. Here's one example. This guy that I um, made out with in college, because back in college, like I only used to kiss boys, um, but but whatever. Like one one time we were like making out, and like I slept over at his like dorm. And then the next time he asked me to like drive over to his dorm and hang out, I assumed once again that I was sleeping over. Like the last time, like I slept over, Ooh. we made breakfast in the morning, whatever. So the second time I came over, he's like, oh, you're staying? And I'm like, oh, you thought I was just driving, like, half an hour to you to, like, come, like, make out and then, like, leave? Like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, fucking stay. He's like, oh, okay, you know, like, in the morning, like, let's not do breakfast and stuff because, like, I don't want you to think that, like, I want a relationship. And I'm like, you think cooking eggs together makes me think I'm really a fucking relationship? I cook eggs with my grandma, okay? Like, Like, I just, like, hate this idea that, like, men think that we're so, like, I don't know, like, oblivious and, like, in La La Land that we think every little gesture means that, like, we, like, we think they want a relationship with us. Like, I, like, looked at him, I'm like, what makes <laughs> you think they want a relationship with you? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You like, like, no, I know, I'm sorry. Everyone wants to date them or everyone wants to have their baby. Like, I remember one guy was like, oh, like, are you, like, on birth control? Like, whatever. And I'm like, no, like, I'm trying to have your babies. And he's like, yeah, I think all of us <laughs> have my babies. And, like, I looked at him and I'm like... Oh my god, kidding? get over yourself. And he's like, No, I'm serious. Like, I feel like girls are trying to always get pregnant for me. And I'm like, nobody <laughs> has your genetics in their babies. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, since we've we've gotten to this point where you're so upfront, like we're also expecting this upfront front thing, like so, sorry, no, I don't think we're in a relationship until you clearly express that. Like, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. like none of these signs mean anything. But it's just so, like, yeah, like, guys think that if they're just upfront about the fact that, like, yeah, you know, like, I'm not looking for anything serious, like, I just want to let you know, like, they think that's so, uh, because they were so honest, like, that's so profound of them, and <laughs> considerate that they told you that they're just wanting sex, so it's like, oh, okay, like, well, here you go, like, you should have this, it's like, no, that's <laughs> not, just because you did that doesn't mean, yeah, that you just like, can do the bare minimum. It's like, I still, we all expect decency and respect. I don't know yeah. where this got lost. And at the same time, if you're not trying to woo a woman, then like, I'm just mm-hmm. actually doubting where you are sexually on the spectrum. Like, I don't, I don't think you I think like actually all these guys who are like, they just want to quickly have sex and then like go hang out with all of their guy friends. It's like, I don't think you actually like women. I think you have some sort of issue that like you're trying to figure out because it's like, how depraved are you? As like, if you're a straight man, for example, like whoever, like if your desired sex is like that, whichever it is, wouldn't you want to, Sp- I don't know, like spends time with that person or fantasize with that mm. person like roam the city with that person like it's like the photos of the Taliban in this lake they're all in these small swan boats it's just all these hairy sweaty guys with their guns and it's like this is such a beautiful place this is who you want to be with like don't you want to be showing this beautiful water to a lady how depraved are you i i just <laughs> oh don't God. understand what kind of man and like this is what the men of our society are they're just like Not all the men, of course. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, I just like want to quickly have sex and then like hang out with my friends. (laughs) I'm like referring to the French accent because I'm impersonating. uh, Yeah, I think I just just have time for the work and then afterwards, like, you know, going home to watch the Netflix. Like, you don't fucking, Netflix is not like a show. (laughs) Netflix is a platform with different shows. And like, it's just also disturbing when people are like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not in the place right now. Like I'm, I'm only focused on work. It's like, yeah, we're all only focused on, like you know, what I mean? like I'm having a fucking crisis. Like all I think about is my career. Like do you, you know, want what I mean? like you were actually, but it's like when you meet someone, work. then it's just like it happens. Like you know what I mean? Like that's how it works. It's not like this month I'm focusing on work, but do you know what? <laughs> in about 30 days and 21 hours and three minutes, I'm actually gonna start focusing on romance. Like that's not how it no. works. I mean, for, perhaps some. Somebody- (laughs) Truly mediocre people do function that way but it's like if that's how you function then like I'm not even interested in you let alone like remotely Mm -hmm. hooking up with you like anything like that because that's just depressing like I also have to are not going like out of your way to (laughs) I don't know it's like you need to try to impress me even if it's not for a relationship like why 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 would I want to just like it like whose sex drive functions like that
2: Oh, now that Millie's taking a sip of tea, I can get my word. <laughs> Half the guys that say I'm only focusing on work don't even have a fucking bed frame. If you actually focus on work... This guy literally lives with parents. Bed a parent frames aren't that, that, expensive. <laughs> bed <laughs> frames are not that expensive. Like, if you're actually only focusing on work, you'd have a fucking bed frame and you wouldn't be using the same fucking sheets for the past 12 years, like, that your mom bought you, like, when you are in middle school. I'm sorry. Like... Uh, I remember one time my friend she was like obsessed with this guy and she like um she like basically like was at a bar and he was supposed to be there and then he left and he told me come meet me here like all the way across town and she like literally went across town just to meet him and he was like oh like come home with me whatever she's like okay but if I come home with you like I live like an hour drive from you like are we going to like hang out tomorrow or like, are you like busy tomorrow? And he's like, no, no, we're going to hang out, whatever. So t- the next day comes along, like she slept over and he like made up some excuse. excuses. I-, I love the number one excuses are, Oh, I have to go to the gym. Really? You mm-hmm. have to go to the gym. No, you just wanted to have sex and then have an excuse to kick me out the next morning. You didn't have to go to the gym. You don't even look yeah. like you go to the gym.
1: Yeah, truly um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the back to well actually I, I don't know what we're, I feel like we've sort of kicked finished out <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry I had to cough a little bit
0: um no I I I just I I also something that you touched on Natalie at one point I think like I don't know if you actually touched on that, but I've had experiences like the past three years of like being single where I was like seeing someone, two different people for like two, three months. And like, I think quite early on, I was like, whoa, I I don't see myself being in a relationship with this person, but like, I'm quite happy just like having, you know, casual sex with them. Um, But like, they were convinced, like maybe after like two months, they were like, you must be like, in love with me by now (laughs) and I literally was just like don't flatter yourself do you know what I mean like um like who do you think you are that you think that I'm in love with you I would literally never be in love with you um and one of these boys actually was so rude to me I was telling Millie this I think a few nights ago um where he like (laughs) <laughs> was like I only get into relationships with people who have like passions so I seriously suggest that you like take up your passion of like filmmaking and I was like excuse me guy you're literally a tour guide on a fucking bus like <laughs> who the fuck are you to give me I work in an agency I work in like one of the best like fucking media agencies like in London and you're giving me sass like oh my god, oh my god. Wow. Like oh, I don't awesome. judge people for what they do But if you're judging me on who I am and you're like, you're not good enough for me, it's like, fuck off. Like go like show people what Big Ben looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Your passions. And like, it's like, okay, great. Your passion is music. Like literally that is the most boring white boy, like passion ever. Like get a real personality. (laughs) I'm sorry. My my rant is over. (laughs)
2: I actually just something like came to mind like all these boys that think that everyone wants to have their babies I think we should call it Genghis Khan complex.
0: (laughs) Wait did he want everyone to have his kids? Well Genghis Khan
2: actually like raped like Uh, a woman a very high percentage of the world population right now has um like if you do like twenty three million whatever has like Genghis Khan um like a descendant of Genghis Khan because he raped so That's many insane. women. That's I, insane! I think yeah. he had like hundreds of thousands of children um oh. he would yeah he, would, he like he would have like his armies like pillage like villages and then he would rape the woman um so yeah I think oh we should it a Genghis Khan complex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another thing that I've experienced with boys and just birth control which you touched upon as well like recently it's like I don't see a point in being on birth control if I'm not in a relationship it's like it's like why would I just like mess with my hormones but like I've had so many situations where and I would I would think that a boy would be like oh she's not on the pill or like anything therefore we're going to 100% use a condom but so many boys I've found to be like oh but really and it's like I don't know your kid ew like what are you talking about like we need to use protection no also
2: I've met men that like there's like two different types of men there's the guy (laughs) that thinks he's invincible and doesn't get any STDs and then there's the guy that if the girl doesn't bring up using a condom they're like oh I'm definitely using a condom with this girl she probably doesn't asked to use it with other men so she probably has something and then there's the guy okay. that you ask him to use a condom he's like oh no I'm clean and I'm like oh! Oh, okay. no 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 and then and then you ask them well like how many people have you slept with since you've gotten tested and they're like oh just a few girls but they're all good girls I'm like okay but if these good <laughs> girls are sleeping with you without a condom imagine who else they're <laughs> sleeping with them without a condom and imagine who those guys are sleeping with without a condom, and then, like, imagine what they might have given to you, like, I, like, it's not even that I don't trust you, I also don't trust all the other people you're sleeping with, so there's, like, the guy that thinks that, like, STDs don't, like, like, come to him, like, he's just, like, invincible, and then there's the guy that, like, will judge girls if they're, like, oh, we don't need to use a condom, because then they think those girls definitely have something, it's just, like, these two, like, spectrums, like, these two, like,
1: yeah, I'm traumatized about, like, the hashtag good girl, quote-unquote. <laughs> I also think, like, um, so I had a very recent
0: um, experience of dating someone who was from, like, Asia, um, and I'm not going to specify which country, but, um, like, they, that person was 30 years old and he'd never had an STD test in his life and I was really shocked and I was like what the fuck um and he was just like that's just like not what we do and okay I'm just gonna say in India it's like that's just not what we do like we don't talk about it and it's like but as soon as you like how how can you value your health if you don't like check these things I I completely understand that like in some countries like I don't I I literally have no idea the STD like checking testing like situation in Iran but like and 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 I think people even even in in England like people need to be encouraged to go and check and like if it's not encouraged then obviously people are not going to go check but like that just makes it like people have this I think um like thinking of like if I don't talk about anything, like it's fine. Ignorance is bliss. Like let no one, let's, let's not be communicative about these things and like, let's just hope for the best. And it's like, that doesn't work, <laughs> like, unfortunately.
2: Like, the worst feeling about an STD is the I- idea, not even that you got it from the guy you're sleeping with but that you got it from the other girl that he's sleeping with. Like my m- mom's friend recently had a situation. She was in her second marriage And she's in her early 60s. Mm. Um, And then recently during the pandemic, she found out that her husband, when they were on vacation somewhere, had met uh, this Brazilian girl. They're from France. And he met this Brazilian girl um, that's like 20 years younger than him. And he was cheating with her. (gasps) Um, And then she found out like... A month later, and then he's like, Oh, I stopped, whatever. Like, please take me back. So she took him back, and then she found out again that he was still seeing her because she got an S T D from him that he got from her, and then recently found out that the Brazilian girl just had his baby. Oh, <gasps> like it's just like a oh. double whammy. It's like
1: <laughs> this is an insane it. story. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's just like a double whammy. It's oh. not even, it's not even that you got an STD so that you got an STD from the other woman that your man was seeing. It's just like, it hurts.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it all always comes from somewhere. You know what I mean? No, but
2: like, but like, let's say like he had it and he didn't know and he gave it to you, but he wasn't seeing anyone else at the time. He had it from before he met you or something. He just didn't know. And then there's like knowing that he got it like recently while he was with you and cheating on you with this other person it just like, like that burns extra. That. Just, like, extra. Yeah, I that. would be really pissed, that yeah. girl gave it to me, you know. Mm. Well that well he, he gave it no, to No, I you. mean he, he
1: gave it to you. you. Yeah. He gave <laughs>
2: it to you, but because he was seeing this other girl, just like really hurts extra. There's also yeah, a famous yeah. singer in Israel that died of AIDS because her husband cheated on her and gave her AIDS.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. So wow. Dark. when was that when did or, she pass moral away
2: moral of the story moral of the story use a condom friend. even when he's your husband
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: don't trust them ever use a fucking condom even when you're married Like my mom's so funny
0: she said I don't think she said husband but she was like always use a condom <laughs> I was like okay. I mean I do I genuinely she knows what she's talking about
1: I think that's so crazy that your mom told you that I never had the kind of conversation my so my mom like
0: she got married obviously quite young as i can imagine like both your parents probably got married quite young but like my mom was like no. twenty. oh well, well my actually mom was, like... no
1: natalie's mom did not my parents they were both young but it wasn't yeah, like my
2: mom was like 36 35 when oh wow 30. yeah oh my god i love it no she was she was dumb <laughs> she was being a guy for seven years i wouldn't commit to her oh
0: shit <laughs> that's annoying
2: that's i a love noise. it very so
1: contemporary people, people always your when they was so ahead of her time <laughs> when
2: people hear my parents story they're like wow like your mom's from israel and like your dad's from iran like star Crossed lovers that like fought against everything I'm <laughs> like i'm like no they were both old and not married and both wanted to have kids so someone introduced them and they were like, okay, well, we both have the same goal in mind. So let's just get married. Like, it's not romantic at all.
0: Super romantic.
2: Star press lovers. Like, you know.
0: Stop blowing up a spot. lot.
2: <laughs>
0: whatever. My mom doesn't listen
2: like your mom does. My mom stopped listening a long time ago. She got lazy. I could say whatever the fuck I want. She
0: but yeah, my mom, she got married when she was really young. I think when she was like 21, 22 or something. And then she's always been like, to me and my sister, like have experiences, have experiences, don't think about marriage. Like, like, it's really funny. I I find, I don't know if this is like other parents or like other Iranians or whatever, um, but like, they'll go from like, don't do this, don't do this or do this. And then like one day they'll be like, okay, yeah, where's your boyfriend? Why you don't get married? And you're like, whoa, you did. she told me to like explore and live my life. But yeah, so my mom was just like, explore, et cetera. I think she thought I was a lesbian for a very long time because I was just hiding anything boy related from her. But then <laughs> in the pandemic, I moved back with my parents. And obviously I think, um, I just generally have a high sex drive. Um, I can't be single and just like not have sex. Um, I'm sorry. I wish I, I genuinely wish I'll I had a low sex drive. What? No, no but like,
2: I, I don't wish I, I A guy once wait, one guy once called me a nympho. Another guy told me I make him feel emasculated because he can't keep up. Don't be sorry. (gasps) I'm not sorry. Oh my god,
0: this one guy this one time was like, you're too horny. And I'm like, "Mm, You're not horny (laughs) enough. Yes. Yes. Go buy some Viagra and
2: and call me back and try to keep
0: up. No, but I've always felt a bit like I I think even in my my friendship group in England. I've I've always had the highest sex drive and I've always I've always been the one who like you know is having sex quite frequently even if I'm not in a relationship and I've even though I don't admit it a lot I feel like I've felt a quite a bit of like not shame not a lot of shame but like slight bit of like "Mm -hmm." maybe well (laughs) well firstly honestly something I like
2: to like I like I've had this conversation with like a bunch of my friends because one time one of my friends actually said to me she's like Mm. oh like because I was always the single friend I I got into my first relationship at 25 and all my friends always had boyfriends all my close girlfriends Mm. so um I one of my friends once asked me she's like she's like what like she's like I asked him an honest question like what she's like oh like is your like Are you not like as loose as other girls, like, like your vagina, because like you've slept with way more men. And I'm like, no, that's (laughs) not a thing. And I was like, number two, I've had less sex than any of you, just because I had more partners because I was single and didn't have one partner to have sex with. I've had less sex than any of you, because if you're with a partner you have the capability of having sex every night of the week, a few times a day. Mm-hmm. Like for me, there would be gaps of like weeks, months. So like, I was like, overall, all of you, would, if that was a real thing, all of you would be looser than me because I've had way less sex than any of you. I like, can't believe a yeah. girl
1: spoke to you that way.
2: Yeah. I
0: know. I know. Was she a friend?
2: (laughs) Yeah, she was a friend. She didn't mean it in a mean way. She was just like generally like very like really generally ignorant. Wait, so she
0: (laughs) genuinely she genuinely asked you if
1: your vagina is looser?
2: Yeah, I guess because of like different sizes. (laughs) I don't know. She thought I was having more sex than everyone else. I'm like, I'm having less sex than any of you. Mm. I've just had more partners. Didn't have a boyfriend to be with for like months or years at a time, where you were with one person having all this sex. Mm. (laughs) i
1: just find that so bizarre like as a woman to understand your own anatomy but
2: a lot of girls. yeah what do you mean
1: no i know i should i i know it's
2: like men to find the clit meanwhile they don't know that their g-spot isn't necessarily their clit like
1: (laughs) okay are there really people
2: like that are you kidding me yeah there's there's really like Like naive, ignorant woman about their own body, and then expect there are some
0: people. There are some people who are even too scared to look at their own vagina. Like, oh my god, yeah, like
2: like, you, it looks so gross. I'm like, well, maybe yours looks or like
0: touch themselves.
2: Well, honestly, me, I think I've seen a meme about this, so I know other girls feel the same when it comes to fingering. Me doing stuff, I don't feel anything. If someone else is doing it, I do. So for me, if I'm
0: touching myself, it could only be with like a vibrator for me to, like I won't come from fingering myself. I had like this full on like feminist um, discussion with a bunch of Iranians like a few months ago um, when like I was basically saying, I think that women should be encouraged to explore their bodies more because if they like know what feels good or doesn't feel good then they can communicate that to a partner um or are more likely to be able to even communicate that like yeah. um and they were like oh but if you then use toys and vibrators and whatever like you're not going to be satisfied by like a man and i literally was just like oh. that's not what i'm saying like i prefer sex to using a sex toy like are you fucking dumb but i'm what i'm saying is that if you don't know what an orgasm feels like or if you don't know
2: how to make yourself pain orgasm from
0: yeah, like then you're not gonna know what good sex is versus what bad sex is, you know? And like, but they were just so hung up on the fact that like, oh, because like, I think this is a phenomenon with like men, where if they like they if they masturbate too much and they come too much, then I think that they then have like less of a drive for actual sex, I think whereas with women I don't think that happens like you can literally just go on for a while
2: I I personally think that the whole idea of woman being a virgin when she gets married was created by men that were bad at sex and they're like well if she hasn't slept with anyone else you won't know how bad I am
0: oh my god wait that's amazing you've just blown my mind what the fuck Also, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, of or course. I agree. I agree.
1: Okay, cool. You know,
2: so many of us, have you heard. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always asks that. They're like, are we on the radio? Or are they gonna bleep me out for I'm like, no, this is live? <laughs> like, we're it's a podcast. We say whatever the fuck
1: you want. You mentioned we didn't really get to talk talk about it more on the phone, but this documentary that you saw and how there were excerpts of uh yes. from different films of Iranian women. Oh, my God. So on Friday, I went to um,
0: watch a documentary called Film Farsi. Um, I don't actually remember the the director's name, but um, it basically was like talking about Film Farsi, which I didn't actually know what it was before. It was kind of like this. um, uh, It was like low budget, funny kind of like films that they used to make like pre- Um, revolution in Iran and there was a lot of a lot of sex a lot of naked women a lot of like just sex sensuality and sexuality and stuff and like I found it such like a quite a bit of like an emotional experience watching it because I was like whoa like for the first time seeing Iranian women in such like a sexual way that like I'd never seen before and it really I felt validated like me slightly because obviously like I I have always been that person who's been more into this kind of stuff and like had never seen anyone who was really obviously around me or in the media or in films or cinema Uh, but it was just so I was just so mesmerized I was like whoa like you know Iranians can be like sexy and like sensual and like you know take their tops off and like do it all dance and like it was just great I loved it
2: (laughs) I I think I always thought it was very funny that like Persian like Iranian culture really does have this like very sexual um aspect to it it's like it's like the dancing the dressing like the woman with like the high-pitched voices and like Mm -hmm. trying to act like little dolls whatever like it always was very sexual but it's like Iranian culture and like Like, even if you look at, like, older Iranian women, what they tell their daughters to do, like, if you're going to Mahmouni, always put red lipstick, like, always make yourself noticeable, whatever. It's it's almost like this idea that, like, be sexy, attract men, but don't actually do anything. (laughs) It's it's like, you must be sexy, and you must be noticeable, but don't actually be a sexual person. Mm. Which, like, I always just found, like, like what the fuck do you want from us? Like, you want us to,
1: like, <laughs> attract them and, like, be sexy and be super, like, like, look promiscuous, but not act promiscuous. Yeah, they want us to be cockteases, but yeah. I like, <laughs> think Persian women generally are, like, yeah, it's, like, you see it in the film, and it, but it's, like, we're trying, our, our society, like, you know, the different, of course, there are different societies of Iranians now, but like overall they're really trying to bury this idea that persian women are sexual and maybe like exceptionally horny but like the fact is that <laughs> that we are so <laughs> um we should we should just have <laughs> more <laughs> more horny women on pgp okay
2: yeah. <laughs> so to all the horny <laughs> members
0: you are seen out. <laughs> reach out to anonymous what was my name, Fereshter? Fereshter. One other thing that I actually wanted to talk about as well, sorry, I'm going off topic again, but um, was I think like three years ago, I was, I, after breaking up with my ex-boyfriend, I felt very empowered by like being single and like, just, like, you know, getting lots of different experiences. I'm in a different phase now where I just, I, I actually feel... Um, not that satisfied with just like one night stands. so I'm trying to like reduce that down, even though I still have needs. But like <laughs> dating recently, I found that like I I am obsessed with like hands touching and like it just like gives me <laughs> it gets me like really excited about someone if we like touch hands quite a bit. and it's just this like flirty thing, like pre-even like kissing that you're just like, whoa
1: yeah I'm because we're so charge. far removed from any kind of like real flirtation or i just find it to be such an thing. intimate thing, thing of
0: like, like
2: yeah we everything yeah. is just like meat fuck when it's like boom boom boom. or no even not hand touching but like you know the knee to knee touch if you guys are like sitting close to you, <gasps> oh my god i'd die for that so oh. one time one time i had to <laughs> with this guy because he was um he's very much a narcissist and like would always want women to make the first move so like one time I told him like oh like when I see you next time like I'm not making the first move and he's like oh well neither am I so I guess neither of us are going to do anything the whole time so like the whole time like we were both not making the first move and like I thought I was being very discreet by doing this little like knee-to-knee touch when we we're sitting next we to each like, <laughs> other my knee like touch his knee and then later on like after we had sex I was like oh like I told him like you made the first move and he's like no I know you did and I was like what do you mean and he's like what you think I didn't notice that knee touch <laughs> and I was like oh it's like oh fuck <laughs> I, I was being like so like sly like thinking that he wouldn't realize I actually made the first move but it, it's a very like I don't know like arm touch like putting like your, <gasps> your hand like when you think they said something funny or something and just like putting your hand on like their upper ah. arm initiate
0: um, physical contact is what or like, or like
2: brushing <laughs> their hair away for, like pretending there's something in their hair and like touching their hair like that like it's all these like little things like let's have some build up guys like don't just try to like stick your penis in me at like the dinner table Like I love the okay, build up now
1: at <laughs> the <laughs> dinner table Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> she- 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 like, like, so I feel like whenever
0: <laughs> Millie-, Millie and I have talked in the past like few weeks <laughs> we've been like Oh my God, we're going to talk about this on the podcast, and then we're going to talk about this, and then we're going to talk about this.
2: <laughs> well, we can always have you on for another episode.
1: Cute. I'd love to come on. I, I want to
2: give you different names every time,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no. What do you mean, finish the each time? So people. She's always going
2: to be finished there?
1: Okay. Really do you guys
2: get count.
0: feedback about episodes. Yeah. I gave you feedback about, I, I was such a fangirl before. I was just like, yeah. guys, I love your podcast.
2: We love those messages. when i met
0: millie i was like
2: oh my god i love your podcast
0: and then she was like we
1: were walking in the park and i was like
0: Millie, i would run here and listen to you but like you're right here <laughs>
1: i can't believe it i know it's so bizarre and also how i was recognized when i was in london over the oh summer. my god that was so cool wait <laughs> by who I don't know I like had messaged us saying like oh was that you walking on the street and like Westbourne Green and I was like what like yeah but why didn't you say anything
2: that's so fucking cool I remember that message that was great I hope we get recognized when I come visit you yeah we'll so upcoming
1: plans Natalie is coming to visit me in Paris this November
2: GP takes Paris. Yeah. Our episode for that week is going to be Parisian Girl Podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, I
0: love it. <laughs> um, Fereshter might join as well that week. yeah. Yes, you have to. What do you mean,
2: might
0: Fedeshta had such a good time visiting Millie in Paris recently that I mean she had such a good time, then she got COVID and came back and was like <laughs> house, house quarantined for like two weeks. But um so good.
1: Yeah, when you put it like that, I saw. If <laughs> you came, <and> thought, no. <laughs> it,
0: was, it was worth it. I came and Millie basically gave me COVID. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, she didn't. Um. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see you see more of you in uh yeah the tgp Paris episode. Yeah
0: so,
1: <laughs> exciting until then okay, okay I'm well, just that- gonna stop recording, but okay. you don't have to unless you guys <laughs> <laughs> don't need me. i
0: actually okay. had Millie, would you ever put that in the podcast? Like-
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm editing. Oh, I hope Millie. So keeps I'm gonna end now. it here now. If you want to continue <laughs> listening to this conversation, subscribe to our Patreon for more
2: yeah. on explicit
1: content. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>